0: Look, I'm I'm going to sharpen up my shoveling skills so I can <laughs> knock zombies upside the head. That's a theme music that's got a beat to it, folks. Welcome to the most current edition of the Promo Upfront podcast. This would be episode number 12 on Friday, September 25th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the Commandant of Custom Calendars, as di- named by Mandy Rudd, Ooh, the one that. and only Kirby Hossaman. Kirby, how the hell are you? I'm doing all right.
1: I'm doing all right. By the way, I love that that nickname. That's a really good one. Um, Yeah, I'm doing all right. We've been. um, I think things have started to pick up. I've heard that from other people, uh, suppliers in the industry too. That like, there's been a bit of a a switch flipped on some things. I'm starting to hear from customers that are um, looking at bigger projects, which is exciting. And so, the idea of getting back to some semblance of normal is exciting. Mm -hmm. So, I'm doing all right. How about you?
0: Doing great. Um, Things are going well. I've been. Uh, you know, there's busy and then there's the good busy and the good busy, um, working on a lot of really cool marketing ideas for brand of eight and really excited to roll those out over the next week or two. Um, but uh, just feeling generally really good about just things right now. And you know what else makes me feel good, Kirby? What's that, Bill? Oh, Kirby, how do you know (laughs) to ask that every week? It's amazing. It's our good pals over at CommonSkew. That's right. They allow you to connect your team, streamline your workflow from where Kirby? Anywhere. That's right, Kirby. You know why? It's cloud-based. You don't have to be plugged in for somewhere. Being plugged in is for losers. Losers. <laughs> no. You can do this from anywhere because they're a cloud-based platform. It allows you to run your entire promotional products distributor business uh, from creating presentations to invoicing your clients. Everything in between. Again, where, Kirby? Anywhere. That's right. Thank you for knowing that. <laughs> From every aspect of running your business, CommaSkew has you covered. It's got the tools that's going to enable you to stay connected to your clients, stay one step ahead, possibly three, not two, one or three, steps ahead of your competition, and close more deals to dramatically grow your sales. So, Kirby, I know you do quite a bit of traveling. You, Pre-COVID, you certainly did. Okay. But you still, you still do quite a bit of traveling. You live in a rural area. Having CommaSkew and being able to do what you need to do to run your business from anywhere has to be just such a fabulous, fabulous thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the things that you and I've talked about, you know, is that I enjoy coming and working at the office. Um, but the ability, I don't want to have to work from home necessarily, yeah. but I love the ability to work from home and the, right. the ability to work from anywhere and having that flexibility um, to maintain productivity, not just busyness, but productivity. Right. Uh, Common SKU allows us to do that. And
0: so we we feel very blessed to be a partner. The, they're the wheels of your car. They're the water under your boat, <laughs> the wind in your sails. That's Common Skew, folks. That's right. <laughs> you want to learn more? And gosh, John, why wouldn't you? Visit commonskew.com you won't be sorry you did now if you like what we're doing here and you want to listen to us on a podcast and you don't want to do it through the website you can head over to stitcher google play spotify or apple Podcasts. just look up brand of eight radio and hit that subscribe button give us a review would mean a whole bunch to us more me than kirby kirby doesn't care and then if you like us on the video youtube if you're not familiar with youtube look for brand of eight and uh, give us a like a, a review a follow Uh, a subscription whatever we'd love that (laughs) hit the button (laughs) hit the any button you see just hit it (laughs) no one's gonna ask a lot of questions just start tapping buttons you can't break anything it's the internet it's already broken yeah um so kirby i want to thank you for having the courage to do this podcast with me on this very early autumn afternoon because it is autumn Yes. It's your least favorite time of year. The cold winter's coming.
1: Yeah, no, actually autumn's not my least favorite. Winter is my least favorite, but oh, I know, I, but I do know
0: what's coming. But the impending doom of cold <laughs> is coming. But so um, I've got promo up front this week. So if you're new to the podcast, Harvey Mackler, if you're new to the podcast, uh, what we do is the uh, first topic is always going to be promotional products related. And I don't know if you saw this, Kirby, but there was a promotional products distributor charged with fraud. Did you see this? I did not. I'm anxious yes. to hear Yes, Kirby Hossaman of Koshockton, Ohio. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of course. At least right now I am. <laughs> uh, right. John Anthony Taylor, owner of Wasatch Promotional Products and Positive Marketing in Utah, was charged with wire fraud over an alleged scheme that exploited the need for N95 masks, which, oh, yeah, it, it gets uglier too. He uh, claimed, according to the FBI, claimed to have access to, quote, millions of N95 respirator masks from 3M when he didn't have masks or access. Mm -hmm. So he's not an authorized 3M reseller or dealer. He made false representations, including emailing a fake PO from 3M and executing a bogus mask sale to an undercover FBI agent. So in the list of allegations, he claimed to was a representative for 3M. He said he had contracts for, quote, a million 30 million, 60 million masks from a couple of different state governments. Well, that sounds just a little shady there. Um, He said he could broker a deal for 3 million N95 masks at $549 a mask. Okay. But this is the one that caught me off guard. I was just, it just, you know, this is more of an interesting story rather than is it right or wrong that somebody possibly committed fraud But this is in the list of allegations. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, he recently started to focus on selling masks through his promotional products company. I find that is an interesting allegation, considering basically what you're saying is, his business wasn't working selling promotional products because of the pandemic, and he did what a lot of promotional products distributors did. And pivoted to selling PPE. Now again, he's pled not guilty. His trial is scheduled for November. And if he's convicted, he he gets 20 years in the crossbar, Hilton. Um, But what what I what again what got me is I'm not sure that's an allegation that somebody pivoted their business to keep (laughs) afloat. Now I'm not saying he did or didn't commit fraud. I, I no, I'm not saying anybody's guilt or innocence. But doesn't it kind of scare you that that's a list, one of the lists of allegations from the FBI and in the indictment or the U.S. attorney's office? I
1: yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I, yeah, I think that's, it's like they wanted to have as many. Uh, I, I agree. They're just items. piling on. Sir. Yeah. Um, that's a little bit like saying, well, you didn't do carry out before, but because, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, of course, businesses changed. To me, the ones who, and there are lots of them who pivoted during this time, we're were servicing a need. Right. And they were doing it based on real uh, supply chain, real uh, uh, actual access. And, and, and so, so to me, that's one of those, I'm proud of our industry for doing that. Yeah. Um, It's a dual need. It's a need
0: from the public needing those products. It's also a need for the distributors to survive. Right. Absolutely. But, you know, and, but I think, you know, that's true of any entrepreneurial
1: business. If you're not solving a, a problem, and yeah. you're not, you don't have a business. Right. Agreed. And so um the idea that that's an allegation is silliness to me. I'm, i that doesn't make me afraid because I, I know a lawyer in the country.
0: Right. <laughs> but, but, but it does anger you a little bit. Angered me that it was in there. Yeah. To me, it's just like, why are you piling on? Yeah. Again, I don't know if a guy's guilty or innocent, but they feel they have enough to at least bring an indictment yeah. forward. Oh, yeah. So there's something there. Um, why, why add that? I mean, to me, that's just like, uh, Oh, that for a reason, it just galled me. It it didn't, it didn't scare me like you. It's like, yeah, I know a lawyer who any lawyer could get me out of that. Right. Better call Saul could get me out of that. (laughs) But the fact that you're saying, because he recently started to focus on selling masks instead of promotional products. Who cares? That doesn't have anything to do with the fraud that may or may not have been committed, or the fraud you're alleging was committed. So yeah, I didn't sell fidget
1: spinners before they came out either. I mean, right? I I just thought it was interesting.
0: And I want to add this too. Hopefully, this you know, again, don't know guilt or innocence. I'm not here to talk about that. Neither are you. Right. But God, I hate this for our industry. I really, really do. What a black eye. Even if it's not true, what a black eye for our industry.
1: Yeah. Again, I think this is one of those things that I I don't mean to undermine, you know, to, to minimize it, but this is one of those things that we talked about this when all of this started to happen, that this was a concern that, that there were going to be people who make false claims, take advantage. Um, I kind of like the idea that it has happened is not a surprise. Mm -hmm. No. Um, It's a shame. But I don't know that, like, let me just tell you, I had people who had never sold in the promotional products industry right. calling me saying, Hey, you sell stuff. We have masks. Right. So that, I don't think that's a black eye to our industry. I think it's more of a black eye to, you know, shitty entrepreneurs out there that, you know, that aren't above the belt you know what I mean
0: yeah here's where I'm gonna push back on a little bit I do think it's just a negative thing for the industry because people just read headlines and you just you're on you're not in the industry and you just see promotional products distributor charged with fraud for first of all I mean you saw he's selling masks for 549 a mask that's that's obscene but you know he he's making false representations can, what what's alleged in the indictment. It's a black eye in the industry from an outsider's perspective. On the inside, no. But on the outside, it could be. Yeah, I, I hear you, and and I don't know that I disagree per se. I well, think excellent. Then you don't disagree. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> no, I just I to me this was one of those things where one you know, one person who is dishonest in the car business doesn't turn off the whole car business for me. Like, no, but it, it, but
0: it does taint the whole car business because we make used car salesman jokes.
1: Yeah. But I would say that that's because there's been so many of them, not one.
0: Well, I think the FBI should investigate you for your ridiculous <laughs> stance. <laughs> You're wrong. Well, Kirby, I, do you have a topic for us before I, I, we get in some sort of uh, wrestling match here?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, one of the things, and I am going to bring this up, I kind of gave you a little bit of a heads up about it just because no. I wanted to make sure, but there is a there is a documentary drama that mm. is on Netflix right now called The Social Dilemma. Um, I know because I did give you a little yep. bit of a heads up, I might bring it up, yep. um, that you haven't had a chance to watch it yet.
0: No, I know enough about it though. I feel like to speak as intelligently as I do on every other topic, which means <laughs> not very much. <laughs> not very much intelligence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm familiar with it. It's in my vast, giant, ever expanding Netflix queue that I don't ever get to. So yeah. hopefully I'll get to this one. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's one of those pieces I where I say,
1: say the first thing I'd say is it's, it's worth watching yeah. and everybody's talking about it, about the idea that almost it's, you know, oh my God, it's the, I'm, I'm getting rid of all my Facebook yeah. and all my this and all my, yeah. that, I will say it's compelling. Like it's it but I think because of the world we live in it, when you spend time on marketing and that sort of thing, you understand that there are algorithms and that there are ways to manipulate said algorithms. Yes. Um but I mean they're interviewing people from Google and Facebook and Instagram, former right. right. Yeah, former people, but but people who are in the know, right? And yeah. in the design and all that sort of thing. And they they paint a compelling picture and it's, yeah. it can be scary to a degree especially with especially if you have kids yeah. i guess that was one of the reasons i wanted to bring it up to yeah.
0: you. yeah and and i you know again your kids my kids grew up with access to this type of of media manipulation yeah. um i'm not so obtuse that of course i know you know uh, facebook and all the social media you know there's algorithms there that gives me the news i want yeah um shows me the things i they think i want to see I think when I first realized this was really an issue was probably two to three years ago, where it was one of those moments where it's like someone takes a frozen salmon and hits you across the face with it. And you all of a sudden woke up. Um, It was, I I can't remember the newspaper, but I believe it actually was the uh, wall street journal and the West coast edition. It was the same story. The West coast edition had a different headline than the East coast edition. And Mm -hmm. they were, it was the same exact story, though. But you know how people are—like we just talked about earlier—they read the headlines, and a lot of times they don't read the actual article. And the the headlines were radically different to appeal to what they felt were different readers. Right. And that's when I felt, like, oh my gosh, I never thought—I never that never even occurred to me, right? Right. Figure if I pick up the Wall Street Journal, whether whatever hotel I'm in, if I'm in Denver, Colorado, or San Antonio, Texas, wouldn't matter. It does. And so I, you take that to a digital level where it's a lot easier to manipulate, right. you know, words and things like that. It's, I think it's a very interesting, I'm looking forward to watching it. I'm, I'm not going to delete social media, but I think, you know, I think it's a good thing to be more mindful about it because it just seems to breed distrust and it seems it yeah. uh, gets meant to at times. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it, it, I, one of the quotes that was in there is if you are not paying for a product if you're not paying for this service you are the product, you are the product. Yep. and the, you know what they're they're looking yeah, for data. is your attention yeah. and um, well it's keeping you on there because really yep. the product they're selling they're selling to advertisers and Correct. so the longer they're keeping you on is 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 what they're you know what they're selling now i will say you know as a part of the the documentary piece they mm-hmm. also and i think powerfully so tell the story of like a family and how one of the kids, this was kind of the main character, gets really sucked down a rabbit hole, right? And, and kind of shows how it can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the part where it got a little bit.
0: I get it, but it was that was a little over the top for me. But but you, one could argue it's almost like you know that documentary or docudrama is somewhat manipulative too. You True. know, I mean, is it is it, so? What you unfortunately quickly learn is that any sort of news or information. Is skewed slightly, moderately, sure, a great deal. Yeah, um, the the it's just it's scary though. It seems like we have many more lemmings these days, just kind of following what they're told, right, as opposed to thinking for themselves. And we, you know, we are getting dumber as a society as a result of it.
1: Well, I think one of the things that strikes me is we we spend a lot of time. Talking about the mainstream media as if they are the enemy, and it, 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 it for me, that was one of the pieces where I've always thought that was overstated. Yeah, like I like I, the stuff that you see that is the most hateful, the most down the rabbit hole stuff. Yeah. None of that's coming from Fox News or CNN, mm-hmm. it's coming from these other sites where people Correct. are going down because they're they're consuming what they want
0: to believe. Exactly. Yeah, I was about to say you're looking for it. Yeah. If you know I, I I was talking to my kids about just race relations in the United States and this is I'll actually get to a point yeah. here. If you go into a situation looking for someone to be racist, you will find it. Yeah. If you go into a situation looking for someone to be an asshole, they will be. And so, you know, you will will compartmentalize that into your experience of, I knew they were going to be a jerk to me. I knew they would judge me because I have red hair. My kids have red hair. You know, if you go looking for that stuff, you'll find it. Mm -hmm. And so people go looking for that stuff. It's it's amazing to me how many people, and I don't know if they covered this in The Social Dilemma, how many people seem to go to find things to wind them up because it's almost (laughs) like a gambler. Yeah. They get more pleasure out of losing than they do winning.
1: Yeah. Well, I wrote a blog about this the other day. It's one of my pet peeves when people, like, you're seeing it all over the place right now. They say, yeah. I did my research. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You didn't do research. You right. had an opinion already and you went and sought out things that supported your opinion. That's not research. <laughs> that is, you know, that's, that's a I,
0: different thing entirely. I will say this. I've said this to my kids because, you know, they're, they're, they'll be 18 in three or four weeks. I, I've, I've almost apologized to him. I said, I feel very bad that you are growing up in an era where you can't trust any news source. And I said, I grew up in an era where I would get the news and I was forming, I, you know, I knew Walter Cronkite was pretty liberal, but when he was reading the news and let's see, he was doing a commentary, he kept it pretty straight down the middle. And mm-hmm. and I appreciated that because it allowed me to, it made me feel intelligent that I could take the facts and form my own opinions, whether this was right or wrong and we seem to as a society enjoy other people thinking for us and supporting that yeah
1: and i again i i continue to stand by if you really want to do your research
0: you can oh the you main can.
1: the mainstream media is still okay
0: look there's and there's because NPR, yeah
1: yeah there's there's places out there yes. they're not seeking to now do they get it wrong sometimes of course, of course. they're humans yeah. but i don't think they mean to I, no there's biases sure
0: but no that's there's, different there's a great chart you can find on the internet a buy a news bias chart if you want to find who's not biased that thing's pretty accurate like okay. I, these days i get all my news from npr i know a lot of people say well that's very liberal i, I, I either npr or the associated press actually where i get news news is as the associated press i feel yeah. like that's fairly down the middle but who knows yeah. cool interesting okay. I, I can't wait to watch it all right kirby miller lights made a beer can with an antenna so you can stream football games <laughs> Why wouldn't they? Because last year they turned a beer can into a fully functioning game controller. Remember we talked about that on a previous <laughs> podcast that yep. should not be mentioned. <laughs> That's right. This is called the can Okay. It's uh, the only reception device that is great. Ta- this is their, their words. The only reception device that is great tasting and serves football straight to fans living rooms. So they're kind of making fun of how a lot of people try to illegally stream football games. But it actually has a digital antenna attached to it, and it's their way to kind of disrupt the cord cutters because they're not getting those traditional views on commercials that they have for years and years and years. Yeah. And so the quote from their CMO, which I love, they, we chose an unconventional approach to serve them up something unforgettable during a time when they are most engaged. Yeah. Like what a great perspective. And so I, I guess, you know, whether it works or not, who knows? I just think it's interesting that they're, every year it seems like they take a Miller can and do something with it. That's actually functional. Yeah. How, well, how go good.
1: Ahead. No good. Well, it's, I, I think this is where the best marketers are going to start moving to. I mean, we've talked mm-hmm. about content. I think that's going to be a thing for the, the, the foreseeable future. Um, but
0: the I think good content will.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. But I think standing out in some way, right? The surprise yep. and delight. Actually, uh, I was actually just listening to another podcast. Uh, Mike McCallowitz was on yep. SkewCast and he is a you know, huge fan of Mike. Yep, and, Pumpkin Plan. Yep. And he's got a new, he's working on a new book called Different is Better. Yep. And, um, and he was talking about that. He will be talking about that with the, the new SkewCon event. Right. Where he said, essentially, we're wired as humans um, to filter out most stuff. Right. right, like most stuff is just that keeps us safe and whatever, but the things that are dangerous, the things that are like an opportunity, and then the things that we're not sure about, right? Like those are the things that immediately get our attention. Yeah. And to me, this falls squarely in that oh my gosh, you get that split second, and that gets my attention, and now I'm engaged.
0: Well, yeah, I look uh, average attention span of a human is less than that of a goldfish, as we all know. <laughs> it really is like a goldfish is seven seconds, I think ours is less. I love the fact that they're getting people's attention doing this. And I think it just kind of behooves all of us to figure out, okay, how can we be different? You mentioned content marketing. There's so much content out there right now. I can't consume it all.
1: Yeah. Um, I agree with that. You
0: can't consume it all. So it, it, the cream always rises at the top, but I just love this. Got my attention. When I saw this, I'm like, that's not even really a promotional product, but what a great marketing, not even a gimmick, but a great marketing thing. It was very well thought out. All right. Got another topic for us.
1: Yeah, so I've been doing a little bit more volunteering. Uh, and, you know, I've been active in different volunteer organizations. And I don't know how it is with you when you've done, uh, you know, stuff with the rack board and all the and PAMs and all that stuff. It, for me, it always comes like feast or famine, yeah. right? Like a lot of times, no big deal. I do a meeting, blah, blah, blah. But then every once in a while, it's like all of it comes to fruition at once. And I've been having that here mm-hmm. recently. And yeah. it's not just like, I'm on the OPA board and we're doing, um, an event coming up here in Coshocton. So as you might expect, I'm involved with that. Sure. But then there's nonprofit stuff that I'm doing, you know, just separate from the industry. And it's like, it's all here all at once. And like yesterday, my entire day was me stressing out about shit. No one is paying me to do. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, how do I like now I, I, I kind of came to fruition or came to like a, a way for me to manage that yeah. and knock some things off my plate. But I was just curious if you've run into that and how you've
0: managed it. Uh, for days. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, simultaneously being on Promo Cares, Promo Kitchen, uh, president of the RAC board you know, there were days where it was like, I've got this podcast to do. I've got this thing to write. I've got this. And it gets to a point where, you know, I, I wasn't, I felt like I was I was volu- being volunteered to death. Now that was my own choice because right. I do like to give back, and I still feel very strongly about it. But I very slowly pulled myself out of all of that. I had I had to for my own sanity. Um, now i have kind of like I, as my term on the rack board is is rapidly coming to a, a close. I'm wondering where I'm going to volunteer next. Like, what am I going to do with all my free time? And so I'm already <laughs> thinking about. How can I get involved again? And and I've already reached to Mark Farah here. You know, maybe I might get on the PAMS board or run for the PAMS board. Um, I I think it's important to give back, but there's a balance there, and it's very easy. I think you have a big heart, Kirby. I think I have a big heart. I think a lot of givers do. And when you have a big heart, it's hard to say no. It's hard to say no when this regional asks you, "Can you just do a quick webinar for us?" Well, okay. You know, it's hard to say no. And so my goal is next time I start the volunteer ramp up again, I learn when to say no and how to say it in a way where it's not it's not in a you know, in a negative way. It's just I'm sorry, I just really don't have the bandwidth for that right now because yeah. that's not my dna and i suspect it's not in yours either yeah it's a funny thing it's i i, I did find myself
1: in the last couple of weeks saying no to a couple of things that i'd already said yes to and that is that goes against everything. that's the worst yeah like um but it was just like dude yeah. I, I i'm gonna lose my mind and yeah. um and, and it's funny you know it's the right decision when once you you send that email that you don't want to send and you say i'm sorry a million times yeah. and then you're like oh my oh. god <laughs>
0: You are like you want to light up a cigar and have a glass of brandy and just go, "Mm, very nice. I get it. I mean, here's the thing. It's the 80, 20 rule. 20% of the people really volunteer and drive 80% of the work in these organizations. And it's vitally important, whether it's promo cares or big slick or whatever American heart association, it doesn't matter. Right. They're volunteer driven. And so, or whether it's even in our industry. And so you have to, you have to balance that out though, because you know, I I felt like last year, honestly, I was at the point of industry burnout volunteer-wise. I really was. That's why, you know, I had to give up Promo Cares. You know, yeah. I remember having a conversation with Roger Burnett about it and just saying, man, love you to death. I love Promo Cares. I don't have time to do this podcast every week and I don't have time to be in the board meetings. I'm totally yeah. sorry. And, you know, when I see what they're doing now and I feel like, womp, womp, I missed it <laughs> Yeah, a little FOMO. Yeah, yeah, for sure. absolutely. <laughs> no, that's cool. Okay. Um, Um, we don't don't need to go through another one, do we? Is it time for... Oh, 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 I forgot. (laughs) Kirby, if there was a product of the week you wanted to share with everybody, (laughs) would you happen to have one and
1: what would it be? I might. So uh, we've got uh, our event coming up and one of the ones, one of the products that I'm excited to give people is the, it's from Gold Star. It's a, Hmm. uh, one of their, uh, I think it's Vision Bright pens, but it is the antimicrobial version. Oh, of, and it still has the full color imprint. Still has the what is it the
0: oh ulti- that l- awesome ever smooth ink
1: ever smooth ink, and uh, but it also has the antimicrobial. I think it's only like five or seven cents more. That's um, great. Still has all the stuff, and then you can talk to your clients about essentially a safe promotional item. I think that's pretty cool.
0: I think actually that's really cool, especially the era where we live in, where you know people are kind of going to get more and more weird, not in a bad way, but weird about germs and things like that. I think that's a great product. Kirby, I'm, I'm almost ashamed that I had to forget and remind you whatever for yeah, people. Yeah, words. Stuff. Words are good, are fun. Cool. Are we at all the right. party in the back?
1: Let's do the party in the all back. All right. My so, friend. Harvey, <laughs>
0: Harvey Mackler. So, what we do now is called the party in the back, where you have a little bit of fun at the end of the podcast because this is the mullet of all podcasts. Promo up front, little party in the back as Lucky sings on our uh, theme song. His name's Lucky, L U K K Y. Don't look him up. Anyway, so Kirby, <laughs> I got no notes. I got nothing. I'm just right. sitting here at your disposal where you're going to abuse me in some sort of way.
1: So I, I've decided I wanted to do some fun questions so that the audience could get to know Bill. Okay. And I, so,
0: I, I, I have no idea what he's going to talk about. True. If there's pumpkin spice in this bullshit. There's I'll not.
1: There's okay, not. Good. These are questions. Okay. These are just questions. So no wrong answers. No wrong answers. I, but I am actually really curious to hear this. I think these okay. will be fun. Okay. You okay. Ready? Question right. number one. Question number one. What would be the theme song of your life?
0: Oh <laughs> my way.
1: Oh, okay. I like my that. My way
0: by Frank Sinatra by All Francis right. Albert Sinatra. Okay, I like that.
1: Uh, what has been your favorite memory this year?
0: Um, launching brand of Brandovate. You know, the whole the whole launching of a company, doing it with someone I, I like and respect in Kelsey and and really building something, building something that uh, uh, I think is going to be around for a really long time. That's absolutely my favorite memory this year. Cool. What's the craziest,
1: most daring thing you've ever done?
0: Uh, Can't be the same answer. No, no. <laughs> the craziest, most daring thing I've ever done... Um, that would be uh go on a cruise because i <laughs> for years i said i was never going to go on one of those disease infested legionnaire disease uh, vessels um and honestly i was very nervous going on that thing And i had the greatest time that, so that's the first thing that came to my mind i'll come up with something later that's probably a better answer but that's my first answer
1: no i love that it's one of the things that i think people don't know all the time is that when we do these things it's like whatever pops yeah. in our head we kind of say so yeah i like it okay what talent do you possess that not a lot of people know?
0: I can make uh, I can make a sound with my 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 mouth that sounds like water dripping. You ready? That was that's yeah. So I a hey, boy, <laughs> that's it's the dumbest thing in the world, but I can do it. That's amazing. Okay. No, you don't even know what to do with that, do you?
1: Yeah, but I, I'm just gonna ask the next question which TV sitcom would you star in?
0: Seinfeld. Okay. I, sadly, I'd probably be some amalgamation of George and, uh, Kramer, but Seinfeld. (laughs) All
1: right. Which would you rather do perform in a circus or an
0: aquatic dance group? What do I get to do in the circus? Um, for those of you not watching, Kirby just kind of shook his head silently at me, like figured out. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna go circus, and okay. if I was gonna be in the circus, I, I wouldn't be a lion tamer or anything like that. I'd I'd be I want I'd be the sideshow huckster. Hey, come on over here, kids! You he the largest man in the world? I'd be that, uh, that guy. That makes
1: sense. I kind of figured you'd go aquatic dance group, but nope. um, all right. Final question: yes. If there was a zombie apocalypse tomorrow yes Yes. what is the first thing you would do
0: um have some fried chicken (laughs) hit a restaurant before they all shut down i don't know (laughs) i I figure i'm gonna be end up being a zombie anyway so probably just you don't have oh, a lot no. of faith in yourself. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, look, I'm, I'm going to sharpen up my shoveling skills so I can <laughs> knock zombies upside the head. Um, if there was a zombie apocalypse, I'd probably try to drive somewhere that I felt was secure. I'd take my family. I'd go somewhere that was secure, maybe an army base or something like that. I, again, this is, this is, I have no clue. But you know who does have a clue, Kirby? Its that Phil? That'd be our good pals over at Comscu. They not only have a clue... They figured it out. They figured out how to develop a cloud-based platform so that you can run your business from, I don't know, an army base during a zombie apocalypse. (laughs) You can run it from anywhere. That's right. Run it from anywhere. They have the, you know, we say this all the time, but it's really, really true. They actually care about your business. They're invested in it. It's not just hey, here's a software, good luck to you. They're invested in in educating you. They're uh, interested in elevating you and they're interested in making you look good in front of your clients. So if you want to learn more about how that cloud-based platform can really help you elevate your sales, your brand, and just your general awesomeness, head over to commonskew.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. Now, Kirby, I want to thank you again for having the courage to zombie apocalypse me up. And we will see you next time for episode number... Lucky 13.